May this day bring me rest and peace. I have fought this edge since my early teenage years. I give this life all the fight I had. To everyone who has entered my life, I'm so grateful and I can only imagine how this may find you. I have been surrounded by people who may have honestly thought that I was okay, but I haven't been okay for a while. I struggled so much through just this year alone, from COVID to tearing my ACL to nearly failing all of my classes. To the people in my life, I pray you learn to vocalize your feelings and get help always. I feel that that, and I'm afraid it's too late. Mom, thank you so much. I pray you know I'm at rest now. You would have given anything to see me happy. You have given everything to see me happy. I'm happy in the water where everything is still and peaceful. I have written so many suicide notes in my life, but finally I have reached the end. I hope this teaches everyone to check on your strong friends. Be present always. I'm contradicting myself, but never give up. I know that I'm letting a lot of people down by what I'm about to do. But truth is, I have already let down so many people throughout my life, and it just feels unbearable. I have lost throughout my life, and it feels unbearable. Sorry, um, I've lost my connection to God. The devil seems to have won, and that is okay. I blame no one for this. I thank everyone for all they have done, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. But thinking about how everyone else would feel about my death is not enough either. I have tried to please and make everyone else happy my entire life. I've been dead inside for too long. To everyone, I love you. Just remember that this is not your fault, and I pray you don't find guilt in my situation. To my granddad, I wish you were here to tell me I'm being stupid, to tell me it's not worth it, but you have let me, but you have left me and found your own peace. I've always been stubborn and prideful, just like you. I always dreamed of becoming so many things that I am today, but they just aren't enough. I am not enough. I haven't felt enough for a while, but I say all these to say I'm done fighting. My battle is over, and I pray everyone finds peace in that. You are not lost. You are logged on to Afro387, your favorite podcast. <laughs> Wavy is here with me. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> we are discussing suicide. Uh-huh. And that is the suicidal note, the last note of Elena Miller, who passed or committed suicide. On the fourth of May, Wavy, what's up? How you doing? What an intro is how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what an intro. Um, I mean, this is no laughing matter. Yeah. Um, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I hope you are doing good too. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. Um, I guess your next question would be how I feel about this, right? Yeah, but I want you to introduce today's guest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you forgot. So. <laughs> no, no, no. For real. I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going to do it. Okay, that's fine. So, ladies and gentlemen, new on the show today, we have an honorable member of... A honorable member of what? You said you are, you are honorable, but not no parliamentary. So, I have with me here a very good friend. Um, He's uh, a very intelligent young man, achieving a lot of things for himself. Um, he's into music, he's into environmental science and whatnot, some plenty things. So when I actually told him about today's show, he was like, oh, what are you both talking about, Galamse or something? I suicide, yeah. But I was telling him that he definitely, I know he definitely has something to share with us. So... Without further ado, our guest for today, KL. Oh, which name should I go by? Kwame or KL? Please let us know. Hey, Mr. KL. Mm, we have an issue. Anyways. 
Hey, after this, my plane, see this. Oh, but he's on here. I can see him here. I can see him too. Yeah. Hear me, wait. Yo, we couldn't hear you. Are you? Were you out of the app? Yes. Yeah, when you're out of the app, uh, it it turns off your microphone sometimes. Okay, all right. That yeah. that's fine. That's fine. So, um, I'm 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 fine with any of the names. Uh, okay. That's cool. Okay. Uh, I'm not I'm not into many things like we are saying. I'm. <laughs> Bro, you are. <laughs> I'm not. I won't allow that. I'm not <laughs> too many things like you're saying, but uh, yeah, thank you very much, Wavy and uh, Debs, for uh, welcoming me on your show. Thanks. Mm. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure. Our pleasure to have you. Okay. All right. So back to the subject of the day suicide. Suicide, mm. good old suicide. First of all, what like what comes to mind? Probably somebody doesn't know what suicide is. Please, can we care? Do we care to explain? Um, in simple terms, to me, it's just anyone who's just given up on life and just decides to take one's own life. Yeah, that's basically what suicide is to me. Mm. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's it. Basically, taking your own life. Not mm. wanting to live again, like giving mm. up. Okay, so um, do you or have you encountered anybody close to you that like attempted or actually did succeed in taking their own life? Um, me, no, no, I, I haven't had anyone. Uh, I haven't had anyone attempt and succeed, but I have a friend who just two weeks ago uh, hit me up that she, she was actually thinking about it. And Ooh. yeah, she was actually contemplating. And she actually, there were, there were these pills that she took. She sent me the name, Acepto, something, 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 Metamin or something. She actually took the pills and she said the only thing that stopped her from proceeding was how I was going to feel about it. And... um. I was like, I mean, what do you mean? You have brothers, you have sisters, you have your mother, your father. All these people matter. So um, I actually thank God for her life for not taking her life because that would have really worried me because I know this person for, I've known this person for some time now. And I actually wouldn't have forgiven myself because um, she actually contacted me some time back and then we spoke about something. I didn't take it too serious. So these are some of the problems. I didn't take it too serious what she told me. I was like, oh, come on. This is no big deal. You just have to do it this way and do it this way. It was just like barely a week later that she thought of this. So I would have never been able to forgive myself if she did take her life. I feel like it was my fault because I she told me this and I didn't take it too serious. And I didn't also check up on her after that. So after that, I, I became very scared. I, I was checking up her on, on, on a daily. And um, yeah, so that's my uh, personal experience with somebody who tried it i mean tried but did not succeed or didn't even go through with it mm. yeah okay. KL, what about you uh well I, I think i agree with you guys on the uh the patience you've given to suicide basically someone taking their own lives it's come to think of it it's actually criminal right mm -hmm. you are not allowed to take your own life so that is correct. And uh, about I experiencing or uh, having someone in my circle try that. Actually, yes. Mm. Actually, yes. Yeah. In fact, this person uh, happens to be happened to be a very good friend of mine. But after we entered into the university, things. Uh, changed. I think he was a. Uh, well, I'm not. I don't think it's okay for me to give out too many details. I feel like it's you guys, fine. you guys, your podcast goes fine. I don't know. So, but we don't know the person, and you're not mentioning the name. Yes, I don't know why I feel so attacked trying to give out details. <laughs> so, Sharon is yeah. caring. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. So it's like um. 
he, he used to be a very good friend of mine, but long story short, a, a time came where, you know, life situations made him a little bit busier and we got a little bit separated. So he, he had his own line of work. I had my own line of life. But interestingly, he met another friend of mine, another cousin of mine, actually. So they were living together. They were staying together. And even though they were working at different places, they stayed in the same house. Okay. So I'm trying to make this as snappy as possible. So this friend of mine who had now met my cousin was working uh, online. This, this job was more, more of an online investment. Okay. Yeah. And the guy was flawlessly good at the thing. Give him 20 Ghana CDs. He's going to triple it for you in the next one month. Give him, increase the zeros of the 20 Ghana CDs to like uh, 20,000 Ghana CDs. Trust me, he's going to triple it for you in the next three months. Flawlessly, it was that good. So the, my cousin with whom he was staying invested in him. And right from the start, things were really flourishing. Like, seriously. And in fact, outsiders came investing. Okay? Outsiders came investing. So the capital had increased. So if initially, between himself and my cousin, it was just uh, 40,000 Ghana cities. Let's say now, the capital has now increased from 40,000 Ghana cities to what, say, 100,000 Ghana cities. Mm -hmm. So there is much to gain and there is much to lose. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then suddenly, suddenly, everything started messing up. Suddenly, every money, so their money moved from hundreds of thousands of Ghana cities to hundreds of Ghana cities to thousands, so to hundreds, to thousands of Ghana cities to hundreds of Ghana cities to tens of Ghana cities went to zero. He started, he started borrowing. Now, the investors are just waiting for their money. The money is not coming. So now this, my friend, needs to borrow money outside his investors and secretly try to make up without they knowing that this is what has happened to their money. So that by the time you come back, your profit is out there waiting for you. Borrows, still nothing. He is now into the negatives and absolutely nothing is working. And he came to the realization that, look, we are talking about hundreds of thousands of Ghana cities, which belong not to me. It belongs to other people who are not just waiting for their cuts, but actually waiting for profits. So he tried for over four months, five months, and now the amount of money he was supposed to pay to the people because the thing was not working became overwhelming. So one morning, my cousin said he was leaving for work, and this friend of, this mutual friend was all like, okay, um, so have a nice day, bye-bye, and uh, bye-bye. So my cousin was about to go. He stopped him. He calls him and he's like, bye-bye. Uh, like, ah. So he kept repeating bye-bye. And it was very uncharacteristic of him. And my cousin became very alarmed because knowing what was going on and everything that was happening and the way the guy kept telling him bye-bye and all that, he actually went to the workplace. My, that's my cousin, okay? He went to the workplace. He was there, and the thing just dawned on him that, no. The number of babies that this guy said to me today is not normal. And something, something must be up. So he, he called him. He started calling a mutual friend on the phone. Oh, my God, this thing is becoming longer than I thought. He started calling oh, my, God. My, my mutual friend on phone. He called and called and called, and no one was answering the phone. So he quickly took... Uh, Okada. And then, I don't know what made him so alarmed, but he took Okada and then quickly he went home. When he went home, he called him and called him. The guy would not respond and the door was not locked thankfully. The door was not locked. When he entered to his surprise, this mutual friend had written a suicide note uh, suicidal notes down there. He had a knife by his side, his side, and he was lying bare on the on the ground. 
you know, I, I definitely think it's not an easy thing watching yourself and stabbing yourself or something like that. So probably he was, he was just contemplating how he was going to get through with it or something. So he was lying there. So the moment my, my cousin entered, the first thing he did was to take the knife away and he had to throw it away and he, he took all sharp objects away. He took the, <clears throat> the sheet of paper down there and there it was, saying similar stuff to what Debs had already read out and I'm sorry for this, I couldn't bear it anymore and the amount of money involved and blah, blah, blah. You know, and to cut the story short, he tried it three times, three times, three good times. And for all the three times that he tried, luckily, this same cousin of mine was around. So to cut it short, yeah, I, 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 I know someone who has tried something like this before. But the good news is it, it didn't work out for him. And today, as I'm talking to you today, his business is up and running and he's making the most out of it. So, oh wow! I like I like the ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I I I think this story is as good as the one uh, Debbie you read from for us to even base the whole show of it. Um, very inspirational, but um, has had a very very dark twist. Wow, bro! Thanks for sharing, man. I just Thank knew you had I just knew you had something to say. <laughs> I actually didn't remember this until you just mentioned that you knew someone. And it just oh. popped up. Whoa, this was a big issue like two years ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, actually, you know, I was telling you I have no idea what to say and all that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, from your stories, what do you think are the causes of suicide? Like, from the stories, we can kind of um, get a clue, but do we have specific or others? Um, for me, I did my little reading here and there because, uh, personally, I didn't have any, I didn't have much idea. But, um, a lot of causes of uh, suicidal thoughts or suicidal feelings uh, from mental health problems, uh, bullying, uh, bullying and discrimination, uh, including racism. Um, there's also abuse, whether domestic, sexual, or physical. Bereavement, that's losing a loved one, can also make people uh, have suicidal thoughts. So, yeah. These are the causes to me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with uh, weight. Um, yeah, and you know, sometimes these uh, minorities or stigmatized groups like the LGBTQI people and, you know, uh, certain people who are considered quote-unquote freaks, you know, <laughs> Uh, it's, it can it can actually lead to these things, and then also um, when you when you actually reach a rock bottom of mm. of your life, for instance, this 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 guy that I'm talking about actually found no way out of his situation than to take his life, and then probably everything would end, mm. you know. So sometimes uh, an overwhelmingly large amount of money being lost and then like he said uh, loss of a dear one and then I think stigmatization can also cause that so yeah I, I agree with I agree with you yeah I agree with what you guys have said so far I mean when you're depressed you'll be depressed and if you don't have the answer to it and you feel that, okay, there's no way out, the best way is to end it and let it all be gone. And yes, mental health. Some people have already have underlying mental health issues that probably they are, they are not even seeking help with. And then other things come and bombard them. Because you ask yourself, why is it that somebody gets into a certain type of situation, they are able to overcome it. Some other people 
find themselves in that same situation and they feel the best answer is to end their life. It's because they don't have the will, the willpower to see through it to the very end. So yeah. that that's also another thing. And then people also are already uh, addicted to substances. Some even mm. kill themselves unknowingly. They overdose and stuff like that. And then they end up. Yeah. So addiction is also another thing. And then isolation. People who feel that they already do not belong. They are always by themselves. And sometimes we call people fat, obese. Oh, you are this, you are that. Thinking that it will have no impact. Like, oh, get on with your life. Like, we've all been teased before. Who, who do you think you yeah. are? Like, some of these things get to certain people. Okay? But we don't know this and we don't see it. So that will bring me to my next question. Because suicide can happen in so many ways. And it is something, it's not like malaria, where you can say, okay, like, um, you can see the person burning up, feverish and stuff, and you take the person to the hospital. Like, this is something that can happen to the best of people, the strongest of people, and you wouldn't know. So how do we identify people that are suicidal? Or having suicidal thoughts. Um, <clears throat> some people actually do talk about it. Some some people give give you some hints, like from KL's story, the way this guy was saying the bar, you know, it's it wasn't it wasn't normal. So that prompted uh, that prompted KL's cousin. And Chaos Cousin was very, very um, proactive in that particular situation. He, he, it, I, I, I mean, I don't know if I would have been that proactive. I would have thought of it and been like, I hope he doesn't do it. But to rush back home and I don't, I don't think I, I might have been that proactive. So sometimes people start to say certain things. They... They say certain things that let you know that mm, some, some someone can even say something like, I wish I was never born. Or I wish uh, I were dead. You know, some of these things can um, put you on alert. So I think we shouldn't joke with some of these things. Like in my story, when I said, my friend was, was telling me about certain things she was going through to be honest with you. I didn't say like a big deal. I just saw it as um, a stepping stone for her to actually like uh, sit back, um, steady herself, analyze herself, and then put herself together, um, cut off the things that are distracting her, and then just focus on herself. But uh, to her, she had actually been battling with this for so long that she, but she didn't even tell me that she was going to take her life. She never said anything of that sort. So, and also, um, People can also another symptom is uh, people mistakenly using a firearm or drugs, and in that situation, especially with the drugs, if you are close to people like that, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful and talk to them. Uh, honestly, it takes a lot to talk to people. I I know a friend. I don't even call him a friend. I know someone who has actually distanced themselves because I was talking about their drug use. I was telling them about how to, like, they should, like, limit it, reduce it, try and stop. And they distance themselves. So in that case, I couldn't do anything about it. But then we have to be very careful when um, people like that around us are abusing certain things. Um, do you know heartbreaks can also cause this thing? I think we should well, really add that. It has happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you know there was this trend on social media lately where somebody goes to a to a heartbreak and then people are recording and posting it online, which I think is is not a good thing. You know, the good thing in that particular situation was that um, in most of those videos, there were a lot of people around them, consoling them, even laughing at them at, at the same time, still consoling them and stopping them from doing silly things. But putting out the video out there. It's also not a good it's also not a good look to the situation the person is going through so um when somebody lo uh, loses a loved one whether dead or uh, in a relationship or something i think um, that's one of the times you you draw closer to the person yeah and um what else what else what else what else 
Um, for me, yeah, that's it. For me, these are some of the things that when someone uh, someone is going through, you, you you actually should pay attention to. I think this world it's in itself, we are all very busy people. It's very difficult to pay attention to everyone around you. Um, I I I'm not, I don't even want to mention this person's name, but uh, Debbie, you remember this friend we used to have back in high school? Yeah. He was a bit he was a bit distant from us. You couldn't reach him. He wouldn't reply. He would come and text you at a very odd time, and so on and so forth. And it made a lot of us actually just move on with our lives like yo if he's that if he that if he's not looking forward to reaching out to us uh, i think he died of he, he didn't die of suicidal uh whatever but um this guy was going through things and he wouldn't even allow anyone to get too close to him so sometimes we need to kind of pay attention to certain certain uh, people around us i mean sometimes like i said we are so busy we might not be able to but if some of the things are very close to uh some of them are very close, right under your nose. Like we need to be paying more attention to some of these things. For you, you might be strong. You might be. You might think, "Oh, come on, like uh, I, this thing is not a big deal. Why would you want to take your life?" And the way the way this 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 world is sweet. Why would you want to take your life? But people are going through things. Like from the story KL was giving right now, I was thinking, I was imagining myself in that position, and I was asking myself, "What would I do?" It's difficult, though. It's difficult. Is is very very difficult knowing that something was supposed to go this way and then it totally goes in a very opposite direction and you you've already estimated that oh this is what you are going to do next and then everything is just going down ah, you know your 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 investors too will come knocking very soon adding so uh, I think when people are going through these things these things are just listed in my opinion we should draw them closer and uh, monitor them as well yeah yeah true. Like you said, it will be it's something that's hard to pinpoint. But then especially if you know the person is already going through something, it could be a breakup or anything, then it, it gives you the idea to stay around, keep checking up on them. But when you find somebody who looks like they have everything going for them, take for instance Regina King. Um she's an American actress, black American actress, okay. Mm. Then her son. Ian Alexander, 26. So sometime this year, committed suicide. You would ask yourself hey, for who committed a suicide? Her son. Her son. Gina okay. King's son, who is 26. Okay. And is also a musician. He's a DJ and stuff like that. This is an award-winning actress. And that's okay. her only child she had with her former husband. They go to award shows together. They they are like the perfect mother and son duo. So you, you hardly can tell that this person is going through something. But then days, five days before his suicide, he tweeted that, um, you know that episode of SpongeBob where they go inside your head or your brains and it's like a bunch of mini SpongeBobs just losing their sh... Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that that really hits home like if if for me okay like we know we all know how twitter is anyways you see mm. this and you're like oh yeah he's just ranting or something so he probably, he's probably high off some drugs he hardly 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 will it cross your mind that okay this is what this person is going through because there's 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 nothing public about him like there's no scandal or something so this would not strike a chord. Mm. And then he also said, uh, I think Instagram is not healthy for me. I mean, how do I read suicide from something like this? And then five days after, they find him dead. Wow. And with social media now, these things are increasing suicide is increasing because people are exchanging nudes and stuff and then later people come blackmailing them and okay i don't want my pictures out i have to end it it happened to a teenager in the states straight a student going to college and he had to end his own life so it's a serious thing that 
we really need to look into and address. Mm. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went off for uh, some few minutes. I don't know what happened. So I had to come back on. And um, I think when I was going off, uh, Waves was about to complete what he was saying concerning uh, he not knowing what he would have done if he was in the shoes of my cousin. Mm. And oh. Yeah, and uh, could you please uh, repeat the question for me, the question we are dealing with? Like, how do you know somebody is having uh, uh, it's It's not easy, honestly. Because like, like, like you guys are all saying, it's not easy to... Someone might voice out their problems to you, but you may take it as simple as you, we always do. I mean, you may not end up making a big deal out of it. Just like uh, Wavy was saying, you know, because I personally, okay, so personally, I think that firstly, I would say if if people don't feel like they belong, it's a big problem. It takes people who are very, very uh, strong mentally to work their way towards uh, getting accepted by a large number of people in a certain community. Some people, once from childhood, they feel they've never belonged and they are old and they still do not belong. It it's actually becomes a burden on their mental health and they, they actually may end up giving up. Okay, and and so that's that may you see, so if you if you find people like this, okay, and you realize that they are going through some sort of isolation and all that you it, it may strike a chord and i think at this juncture we just don't have to downplay any clue we get at this juncture because the point is if i you do not really know someone personally or you've not really been around someone long enough to know when the person is in their best of moods and when the person is really down I think it will be a, a bit difficult for you to know yeah. when the person is having suicidal thoughts. Because mm-hmm. if I know you, I've actually stayed with you for quite a number of years, and then I know that for most parts of the year, you are this lively person, happy person, and all that. And then suddenly, you start uh, being depressed or sad and all that. I, I, may, I may take it as, though it's normal. This is just how the person is. But if, I, if I've actually stayed with you for a long time and you start doing that, obviously, I know something is really wrong somewhere. Like, something is wrong somewhere. And one problem about Africans that, let me say Ghanaians that myself have realized this, we don't easily, we don't know how to ask the question, are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> we, I don't know why that thing is so difficult for us to ask. Someone will talk to someone, he realizes that this person is not the way we all know he is. He won't ask, are you okay? Is everything okay? Or there, do you want to talk about it? We won't ask anything. And then after that, we will report to someone else that, oh, I was talking to him, but the way he was behaving, looks like he's not in the best of his mood, so I just let him be. I just decided not mm-hmm. to continue talking. But, I mean, some other people may go ahead and ask you, is, is everything okay with you? You don't seem fine and all and i think as basic as that question may be it could be the key to solving a lot of issues with people are you okay is everything okay with you you don't seem happy you don't seem all right and all so okay the next thing i'll talk about is detecting it usually the good news is usually the people that uh, would want to commit suicide they usually talk about it as they usually announce it okay they usually go they, they usually go like uh I would like to end this. If if it continues this way, I will end it. If I I will take my life, they, they they say these things in passing, and that is why people would usually tell you that when you when you are close to someone and you realize for some time the person keeps making statements that suggest the person taking their lives, then 
it should be it should be alert. You should be careful. Aha. Uh -huh. Because uh I was reading this thing and it says that um for for every ten people that die out of suicide, there are forty people who have attempted it and it didn't materialize. Oh. Yes. For so globally, according to US something something I forgot and pardon me. It says for yeah. every 40 seconds, people die out of suicide. And for every 10 people die, that die out of suicide, 40 people might have made an unsuccessful attempt. So <laughs> I'm assuming that the people whose attempts were not successful, we may end up having people who were, whose lives were saved by a third party, probably based on the kind of stuff that they were saying and all that. And at the end of the day, because these people knew them, they didn't allow them to be alone by themselves at all. So in a nutshell, I'll say to to the to detect or to determine someone who is planning something like that should be one, someone who belongs to the minority or the stigmatized. And if the person keeps getting depressed and depressed over and over again, and mm. someone who you've always known your in your life, and the person suddenly is becoming depressed over and over again. And then people who actually announce they haven't plans of taking their lives. So we should we should be um, careful of those people. So yeah, I think. Yeah. Wow. Very insightful. Um, I just wanted to add is that uh, you're talking about when you ask someone, are you okay? Um, have you realized that people also might even take it like an insult? What do you mean? Am I okay? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 actually perspective wise. So I don't go yeah. like I don't go like. Hey, are you okay? You are you okay? Mm -hmm. You know, contextually, the person will know that you know, you know this guy is trying to be me. But it's not even how you put it. I'll give an example. Um, okay, so one went to I think was it Giovanni's studio and he went late and then. Uh, Giovanni was, expecting, was, yes, uh, Giovanni expecting him to uh, apologize and say, oh, I was late because of this, I'm sorry. He just came and sat down like, yeah, I'm here, let's start. And then Giovanni looks at him like, young man, are you okay? And uh, okay, so one didn't take it lightly, you understand? So that's the question, are you okay? And our, our, you know, I don't know. No, no, but wait, I think I, I, I don't think it's Giovanni. I've forgotten the guy, the name okay, of that guy. I, I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. But but then I think I think it all boils down to con um context. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now myself, I'm confused. I don't know why he asked him, Are you okay? Honestly, <laughs> because something was wrong. The guy was late. So it could be probably be as a result of displeasure on the host side. And he was asking that you are you okay? I mean, you walk in late and you come and sit down, you don't have the courtesy to even try and apologize. Are you sure you're okay? Or genuinely, are you okay? Because you actually look down for someone who is coming to uh be interviewed. So do you get it? So I think it's all con contextual. It depends on how the thing is asked. I remember one time I was in I was in uh, a vehicle Trotsky. And the driver had parked at a certain place where, and he was actually picking passengers, okay? And where he had parked, a lot of commercial vehicles and motorbikes and uh, other private-owned cars were blocked. They couldn't move. Their, their access were, was blocked. And so I was wondering, ah, does this driver feel okay with what he's doing? The fact that because of some three or more people that he's picking, everyone else, like has been stopped behind him and the traffic is not moving from where he is. It's like, is he, is he good with that? Is that fine by him? So you see, in trying to communicate that to him, I made a mistake and I went to ask, driver, are you okay? Like the way you parked and people are behind you and no one can move past you, are you okay? The guy insulted me. He actually did insult me like, you people say whatever you want to say and you don't expect us to dish you guys back and all and quickly i realized oh okay 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 so the are you okay i was asking he actually took it as i'm insulting him okay 
So I I think it's 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 contextual. If I'm talking to you and I go like ah, uh, waves or depths, uh, is everything okay with you? You don't seem very happy today. You don't seem okay. fine today. Is everything okay with you? <clears throat> I think that's different from in the middle of Debbie talking. I go like, are you okay? You are you okay? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you guys get a picture, but so that's yeah, what I, 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 I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then same thing. Like you know how probably you see like not too good, and then you want to ask, "Are you okay?" But in your head, they're like, "Hey, probably it's money matters." Me self, me who yes how, so I'm not going to ask if you're not telling me. <laughs> Easy coming from yeah, that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> what if you go and ask, and the friend says, "Well, yes, it's money issue." And you only came to ask, you can't offer any help. Why did you ask yeah. in the first place? Yeah. So, like, we'd rather not ask. And that's so bad of us, Charlie. So bad of us. Anyway, so, moving on. Now, we've identified some symptoms. So, prevent it. How do we help curb the high rates of suicide? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I believe in talking to the people that you've seen signs with um because it's not easy losing somebody who's very close to you no matter what and i think it's even worse when it's suicide and the person actually spoke to you and you the the person was actually talking to you and you probably didn't take it serious that's even worse you understand you yourself will feel very let down by yourself for not taking things serious In in my in my situation for example i would have felt very bad so when someone is close to us and they their 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 way of life changes or their pattern changes or they crawl into a nutshell um or they crawl into their shell sorry and we need to be very proactive we need to be very proactive and actually um pay attention more to help certain people like sometimes you some of the things i just learned a couple of things right here so when i do see someone go through some of these things me for instance would if i'm close to that person because if you're not close to that person too it's a, it's a bit difficult but if you are close to the person the person is saying some of these things on social media in person um giving some of these signs i think you should get close to them and talk to them Ask the "Are you okay?" question, but make sure that your context, your, your the context in which you are putting it, <laughs> is clear enough, and uh, it's clear enough. And um, what's the word? Let me say honest, not honest, but it's clear and it's humble enough that the person actually realizes that you are actually concerned. Um, so for me, that's that's one major. And then, I, like I also said, if you have friends that are dealing with heartbreaks or loss of uh, family members i think you should get closer to them i think this one goes especially when it comes to the bereavement of family members i think this one goes without doubt that we shouldn't take anything for uh, that oh this person is strong this person is this you know, some some of the strongest people have the 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 biggest breakdowns you know because they've been going through a lot they've been holding it in for so long and when it when it actually hits the fan, and they can't take it anymore, it would surprise you. So um, when someone is going through bereavement, loss of a family member, a friend, I think it's best to draw them closer to you. When somebody's going through, um, uh, somebody's abusing drugs, there should be there's a reason. There's something that's missing in there that the person is filling that void with drugs, and before you know, the drugs. Uh, tend to not solve the problem we rather worsen, worsen it and then they get to a point where they realize that they've messed themselves up so they be like you know i think it's better i don't even live at all so some of these things can be checked by talking to or getting closer to some of these people um with the heartbreak thing it's becoming rampant and i think is it, we, we also need to be very very um very very careful with some of our friends it can happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone because trust is a big thing for you. You know that for you to trust someone and then the person lets you down. Um, what else? I, I, for me, I think these are the solutions to the earlier 
courses we've raised, in my opinion. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually agree with Waves for, with, with, I agree with him on uh, everything he's mentioned so far. And uh, while he was talking, uh, I realized something. I actually realized something that you see the way we are lambasting social media for playing a very good role in assisting with suicide. <laughs> social media can actually be uh, another platform for combating suicidal thoughts. Mm. I'm saying this because I don't know how familiar all of us are with Jodel, but I know Wavy is super familiar with Jodel. Yeah. Times where people, because of uh, animosity, would come and post something there. And then it would be something relating to suicide. And I can tell you, if you check the comments under all these things, not even a single one is a joke. And the agency, so if the person puts the thing in about 10 seconds, you see, or five or even less, you see the way people will just troop in and go like, talk to someone about it. Don't take your life. There is so much you can achieve than you actually realize right now. The comments are so positive. I go like, okay, we actually joke a lot on this platform. We take a lot of things for granted on this platform, but I've not seen a single posts that is talking about suicide that there has been even a single negative comment i don't know maybe maybe you have seen something like that but i've seen a couple of more actually actually, that's a very good example man that's a very good example so then why don't we why don't we actually use this platform to introduce jodel to people and uh so actually i was even thinking that uh the software engineers may actually take upon themselves. We have social medium for just dating, social medium for just, you know, uh, people that you connect with people, that's LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. connect with people in the corporate world so that you guys can link up and all that. Why don't we get a social medium for just people who are down and depressed and there are people there, I mean, more like network groups. Come and post it there. Yo, we, we all feel like you. This is what I did to 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 deal with my situation. Where the energy day the energy there is positive, nothing negative because that wasn't how the social that particular platform was created to be. The platform was solely done to help revive people who are depressed and are having suicidal thoughts. Actually, that was what I was thinking. So maybe it's it, it could be a project for I don't know. Uh but then again you know when it comes to some of these things somebody will come up there and come and take advantage of people over there too you know you know that oh i mean there's definitely going to be the bad nuts yeah there's, there's it, 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 it sounds like a good project it's, it's it depends on how you market it yeah because you know even jodel okay they are regulators so yeah. if anyone yeah. goes against policy Regulators can, I don't know, is it sanctions for some number of days or hours or so before mm-hmm. you can you can get back and post stuff, you know? So it can it, that's that's one way. In fact, even this one, we can actually uh, employ this positive attitude in our usual um, social media networks that we are we are conversant with, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagrams, wherever. We can do all those things. Except I felt if that particular medium is tailored towards you coming to share your uh, issues there, probably you end up meeting people with similar issues. And they will help you come out of it. Either way. People who have been through that and, and, and have that. that problem who can encourage you exactly. to seek help and lead you to where you should you should go. Exactly. But then again, I think I think Jodel is a, is a very good platform. Very good platform for that, because no one knows yes. who is saying what. So that that's what I was saying that we, we might have to introduce Jodel to people. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with Jodel you. Jodel is a 
social media app just like facebook instagram twitter okay not like uh, tw not like instagram but more like twitter but in this case you don't see who's posting you don't see their name whatever you just go there you go okay. see people who stuff and um KO, that's a very good example anytime i see people come up there and post things like that they are going through people are very um positive people are positive. ready to help yeah yeah people are ready to help i've seen instances where people like just give out their numbers like you call me i'll I, I talk to, I, I want to talk to you help you out yeah. but then again i'm sure there are people that have read stories where people have taken advantage of people not when it comes to suicide but when it comes to other problems people talked about yeah but um that's also another problem but it doesn't change the fact that there's support there even when a lot of things some of these things are joked about on social media the support people give there uh, is, is tremendous so yeah. i think that, that that's a good so i feel like if uh, I, I think from what you were saying is when somebody has a problem they can't discuss with people close to them they should find places like jodel to discuss you might get some excellent support that you 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 would ever want one true and and uh i think i'm then i'm using this your points to add to my points that in africa ghana we don't seek for psychological help <laughs> <laughs> And I also noticed this thing in uh, in in America too. The Black Americans also like it's, it's it's not it's not very common to say you are going to see um, a psychologist. You are going to seek for help. People don't really. People just go through things, and if they they, they come out and heal, fine. They if they don't come out and heal too, then that's it. That's just say beans. So I think we 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 and maybe the the psychological um or mental health institutes also need to do a very good um job of letting people know that it is okay to seek for help yeah maybe yeah. they are doing it maybe they are doing it but maybe a little more needs to be done it is okay to seek for help it's okay to visit the uh, psychiatrist talk to him it's okay to is a psychiatrist no there's another one there's the therapist like, therapist thank you very much to see a therapist in Ghana, I'm not sure therapists, the therapists are making money. <laughs> I'm not sure people are going to visit them. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I just added that to my point. Kyo, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's fine. So, um, about, about you talking about, um, people having to attend to therapists, therapists or people going for therapy brings me to my next point. Okay. Where I was going to talk about the the depressed person, mm. the depressed person. The problem here is, if we want to solve suicide, in as much as the people around the person having the suicidal thoughts are supposed to play a crucial role, I think the best the best way of dealing with the issue is that the issue doesn't happen at all. Mm. Point I'm making is. The person who is depressed must be the must must. I mean, we should first stop people from getting depressed to a certain point where it becomes suggestive of taking their lives to solve the problem. The point I'm making is, if you are so depressed and there is nothing you can do about it, talk to someone. We all have friends. Well, some don't really have. Some people are so stigmatized they they just don't belong to the point that no one takes takes their words for anything so so they actually don't have anyone to talk to literally they actually don't have anyone to talk to okay and that is where this jodel we just mentioned comes in but if you happen to have someone i have a friend very good friend and interestingly for me my very good friends are people that i can actually uh, discuss whatever with. So, I have this friend who, whenever he's depressed or he goes through something, and I ask him, "Is everything okay?" He just turns the bucket upside upside down, and then everything pours up. Everything pours down. Tells me everything that yo, this is what is going on. That's this, 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 and at the end of the day. Whatever it is, I can tell him. I tell him, and believe me, it actually works. 
if I have a problem to, and he asks, I tell him I, I make I make him aware of it and naturally work. So the point I'm making is, like we should cultivate the habit of letting people know. I mean, trusted friends know what we are going through. Very very important because if you don't deal with someone you trust, and you tell someone, and the person ends up telling other people about your private issue, that may even increase the tendency for that depressed person to even to continue. Because once again, you've added up to the reasons why the person shouldn't even be alive. I, I can't trust anyone. So let me put an end to this. Okay. So my my last point that I will, I will deal with is the other way around. When, when anyone approaches you that they are depressed and all that, even if it's characteristic of us, especially the guys that within the first one minute, we make a joke out of it. But when you keep making a joke out of it and the person keeps drawing attention to the fact that I'm serious, I think you have to close the joke docket and then switch to being serious and listening to the person. Yeah. So yeah, that is, that is what I can also yeah. say about this one. Nice. I would want to start from the home because some of these things start from when we are kids, but we don't notice them or even our parents don't notice them and more so in this day and age where we want to provide 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 but we are not really involved in our kids life they could be going through bullying they could be going through um, body issues not feeling that they are worth it or stuff like that like we should be able to uh create a conducive atmosphere for our kids. Like you tell a boy, oh, bear men soon, you have to be strong. Trying to tell you, yo, I'm going through something. We have to, first of all, try to be parents, listen, and watch. Just observe from the background. Because you notice one particular child of yours doesn't really want to be amongst crowd, wants to be indoors in the dark all the time. Like these are signs for you to be concerned. You don't just overlook it. Yeah. So every kid, every kid is different. So you have to monitor your kids, see what's different from this one, and see how best to be a parent to each and every one of them. Not that, okay, mm-hmm. this person is uh, getting the straight A's, so we are all focused on this one. This person is good in music and stuff. No, let's forget about him. Like, all this stuff begins from the home. And we have to be very, very critical about how we raise our kids these days. Mm. Also, not everything is a joke. Not everything is for social media. We should yeah. be humans. We have to yeah. be human beings, first of all. Not the likes, the retweets and stuff, you no need. Seriously, we have to, first of all, be human. If somebody trips, you want to, like, check if the person is okay. You don't first take out your phone and try to record for what. Mm-hmm. People are going through stuff. When you go post it, you are giving them reasons to end it. And this yeah. Yeah. always finding stuff about people to dig and sell. And it's so sad. We have to be human beings first. Human beings, first and foremost. And then, yes, we have to really uh, pay attention to our friends when they are saying stuff. You know, familiarity, you can get so familiar with somebody that they're trying to give you a sign, but you're like, oh, you're you're not even seeing it. Yeah. We have to pay close attention to our friends. And yes, our strong friends, because you feel like, oh, this person got it. But... Sometimes you just have to ask yourself, ah, right, this person, they don't go through anything. Because it's, it's, it will be absurd for people not to go through things. Like, oh, I finish school, I get a job. Uh, like, ah, so this friend of yours isn't telling you that, oh, today something like this happened to me, or like, yo, I'm losing it, or I, I, I don't have control over my... Like, it should, be, it should, it should raise some uh, suspicion. Because someday, sometime, like, you should face some problems. Like, if you have a friend that is always like you are always going to this friend telling them about everything and they don't come telling you today this happened to me that happened to me like you should just charlie are you you'll be superhuman or something like you you could act something like that just to break the ice and find out yeah 
yeah, yeah, so yeah, th yeah. those are some of the things. And then also, I was lucky or happy to find out that there's a suicide uh, emergency line in Ghana. So that was set up by the Mental Health Authority. So two numbers. You might want to write it down if you are listening. 050-991-4046. 050-991-4046. And the second number is 020-681-4666. 020-681-4666. So if you are contemplating suicide, if you are depressed, if you have any mental health issues, please reach out to them for some assistance. And then, lastly, if you are the person contemplating suicide, okay, I mean, we all go through life with baggages, issues. They never stop. They are part of life. The only thing is, if you take your life now, you wouldn't know how you come out of that situation or how that situation will turn out, just like KL stated. Now, that uh, friend of his cousin, successful business, you know, yeah. don't be too quick to end it. The funny thing is, like, when stuff happens to you instantly, you feel like it's the end. There's no way you're coming out of this. But as you let a day pass, two days pass, you realize that it becomes clearer. Help will come from somewhere. Some way, somehow, you will get through it. You thinking that ending your life is the best answer. Well, guess what? You don't know what is on the other side. How sure are you that it will end on the other side? You only know what is here and now, but you don't know whether you have the peace you're hoping for on the other side. And also think about your friends and your families, how this will impact them, how this will leave them brokenhearted and devastated yeah. for the rest of their lives. It's so hard for parents to lose their kids, for siblings to lose their siblings to such a death. It's very painful. So please, get the help you need, speak to somebody, and suicide is never ever the answer. Wow. Just wow. Yo, that was that, that was amazing. That was an amazing uh, point right there. Yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> Gail, thank you so much for coming through. Sadly, on such a topic, but yeah, you, you <laughs> the conversation a great deal. You did, you really did. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's actually, it was it was actually an, a very insightful uh, convo. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know I was um, going to end up getting equipped this much thank you guys for having me a lot we also didn't know we were going to be equipped by you like that yeah. <laughs> so yeah thank you. like we are talking about you share someone shares with you and everyone is happy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right wow. guys i guess that's the end of today's episode that's if no one has anything else to say no i don't well, one last thing. Well, I just, I just, something just popped up. I just realized that the 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 notes you read before we we kicked everything started. Mm. There's there's one detail I might have left from that. Uh, I realized the person actually had knew the solution to their problem, but they still went on to do it. The person knew that I should get help. The person knew that this thing I'm doing is going to make everyone sad. People are going to be disappointed. The person was well informed about um, suicide, yet the person went ahead to do it. Honestly, it really bugs my mind. I really don't get why that person was this insightful. Because at the point you said, I know you will not be happy. Yeah. And I know you will say I, um, I, should, well, I should go for help or something. And that's, I've, I've forgotten, but clearly the person was very informed about suicide. And yet the person still in a very strange way that I'm still not trying to understand. I'm not understanding went ahead with it. 
So the point I'm trying to make is that if you find yourself very informed, like this person was, you've tried everything that you you think you are supposed to try and uh, it's not working. One thing you're supposed to know is what Debbie said. The other side is unknown to all of us on this side. And you definitely don't know what is waiting for you there. Here, you know there is a fix. But what if there is no fix there like you think there is? So I think this is where I would like to end it. Wavy, as always, thank you for making the time. Oh, man, you ain't got to thank me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, before, you, before you roll out, before you roll out, Becky says hi. I don't no. know why she chose this. She chose this time <laughs> to tell me to tell you hi. But yeah, shout out to her. We were chatting today, though. <laughs> so why would she choose this anyway? Shout out Maybe to her. Maybe because I've not replied her last message because I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Anyways, so that's the end of yet another episode. We hope you are informed and your mindset is changed and renewed. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review, okay, so that others can um, have this podcast, amazing, amazing podcast on their feeds also, and they get to discover and listen. Let us know what you think about today's topic. If you know somebody who has uh, attempted or actually did uh, commit suicide, if you yourself, you are contemplating it, let us know. We will always have an ear and time for you and help you out, whatever it is. So until next week, people, stay safe, be good. We love you. Peace out. Bye, guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye.